Hey guys, we are back with part two of the National Eye Health Week um, episode. We hope some of you have gone and got your eyes tested. If you haven't already, <laughs> don't forget. Exactly. And, and actually, it's a really good point. Actually, no, let's, let's, let's do our normal intro. So I'm Baza. And I am BD. And what I was going to say was um, that usually during the National Eye Health Week, eye tests are free in certain places. So it'd be a good idea to just go to your local opticians and see if yeah, they're doing, doing, doing free eye tests and have, have a check. Exactly. But yeah, this is the See What I Mean podcast and we are back with... Um, part two. Part two. So this episode, we will talk about um, certain eye conditions, the common ones, um, what they are, uh, how they happen and treatments. So the first one we'll start off with is mm-hmm. the common one that... The, the majority of people suffer with is or have suffered with at some point dry eyes dry eyes so. dry your eyes mate <laughs> <laughs> so um it is really important if you do feel like you've got symptoms of dry eyes to go and get it checked by an optometrist because there's different types of dry eyes and depending on the dry eye that you have will depend will on differ. the treatment mm-hmm. that you will require um so yeah that's the the main points of dry eyes and it is more common if the environment that you work in so for example air conditioning, air conditioning. computers if you're staring at a screen because think about it it yeah. makes sense if you're staring at a screen if you're looking at a screen you're focusing you're blinking a lot less and the whole point of blinking is to kind of like refresh the tears or the tear film you guys heard of in the last <laughs> episode um on the at the front of the eye so, so if you're not yeah. doing that your eyes are just drying up they're just so staring at me yeah, what's going moisturizer. on here? Um, moisturizer. Moisturizer. <laughs> in. Don't do that. That was a joke. Don't. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, and in terms of um, a- over time as well, is the age you don't produce as Oh, much and tears. women, guys, all the women out there, it doesn't end well for us. Our eyes tend to be a lot drier. Especially, Especially when you go through the change. Yeah, through the change, the which change. is the money- menopause. Yeah, I wish it was money pause, man. Money pause. So, yeah, dry eyes is really common. If you do feel like you've got symptoms of it, which are um, itchiness, uh, grittiness. Like a grittiness, yeah. yeah. Or, like, you know when you feel like you have to do a long blink? Because I get dry eyes sometimes. Like, you feel like you've really got to blink it out to yeah. make things <laughs> clearer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's So, make sure you go and get that tested. And then get they will recommend out. the best eye drops for you and this particular type of dry eyes you have there's also other conditions linked to the dry eyes such as myobium gland dysfunction oh yeah we're really going to get into yeah. it aren't we <laughs> really which things uh, which there's different kind of treatment options for that as well so yes can we talk about one that's close to my heart go on myopia oh myopia just means short-sightedness short-sightedness just means you can see things that are close up to you but far away is all a bit shambles and I am one of these people I've been wearing glasses since I was nine I am one of the chosen ones yes chosen to not see (laughs) um but yeah so for us our issue is that far away things aren't clear unless you've got glasses on or contact lenses in very very common I think in practice I see more people that are myopic than than not yeah yeah it's um, very common in terms of Asia in Asia as well yeah East Asia East Asia yeah yeah they have a high prevalence Yeah. yeah yeah it's got a high prevalence of myopia um, so if you've never had an eye test and you're from that area, even if you're not, like if you feel like you're seeing things um, far away, like bus numbers are hard to see, stuff like that. If you're getting closer to signs, tube, yeah, you know, even like TV, television. If you're squinting, yeah. and if you get headaches like on the side of your head, and you're wondering why that's why that is, or just mad wrinkles, that might be why. You know? <laughs> um, but yeah, the reason that happens is because, and the reason why, or what we call we call them refractive errors, and this just means there's a problem with how light gets to the back of your eye. So light. It's supposed to focus at the back of your eye. Uh, if you have myopia, your eye is a bit bigger, so it doesn't focus at the back of your eye. 
it focuses a little bit in front so it gets all fuzzy uh, and i know it's kind of hard to imagine what we're saying i actually do have a video of this about this yeah, on my channel so give it a watch. um where i have like a what do you call it diagram that yeah. shows you so that's miss Beady on youtube but yeah so that's solved you fix that with um or you treat that with glasses and contact lenses so as long as you've got the glasses on or contact lenses which in. are minus lenses so you know when you, when yeah. you see on your prescription what's minus what's plus minus lenses will correct short sightedness yeah, yeah, exactly. which moves us nicely on to plus lenses which is used to correct hypropia aka long sightedness so usually um patients can't really see up close or have an issue for kind of focusing for up close they, they can't read as clear as they used to but over time, sometimes it can affect your distance vision as well, um, long-sightedness. So if they were to put the glasses on, they can kind of see it will do everything for you. It's not to say that it's going to make it blurry for distance. Okay. This is the thing. Sometimes I think with, with those people who are long-sighted is they can usually, like you said, see in the distance, but they might feel they're having to put more of an effort in exactly. to more seeing in the distance. Yeah. Yeah. So they can see. That's not the problem. It's not like me where everything is just blurred. They can see, but they're having to try real hard to see. So when they do wear glasses, it's almost as if, ah... Oh, I yeah. can relax now. And, and just that see. just means that the eye is a bit smaller than it needs to be, so the light's not focusing in the right place. Exactly. So, whereas with myopia, it was focusing in front of your eye, with hyperopia, it's focusing behind your eye. Like, you know, not like it's coming out your head or anything. But like, <laughs> as in the optically, light yeah, yeah, like it's not in front, it's behind your okay. Yeah. And so, that's yeah. how we, fit, um, we resolved it with plus lenses. Yeah. Next one. What was the next one? You had the lesbian. Oh, I love an astigmatic, a stigma, stigmata. Stigmata. Do you know, I actually think it's our fault that people say it wrong. Yeah. Because we should technically say an astigmatism. Like, you have an astigmatism, but we just say you have astigmatism. So people will probably hear it as you have a stigmatism. Stigmatism, yeah. So I mean? spell A-S-T-I-G-M-A-T-I-S-M. That's it. I really hope that's right. If not, woof. So sorry, Manchester. Um but people come in like, oh, I've got that condition, stigmata. It's not a condition. It's just a refractive error. Okay. Yeah, which, again, just means light isn't focusing where it's supposed so to. So, basically, this all comes to the front surface of your eye, your cornea. So, your cornea should be like a football shape. But what can happen, it could become steeper like a rugby ball shape. So, the light's not focusing in the right place. So, that's something called astigmatism. So, yeah. so you, you, get like a, you get like two focal points, right? So, instead of like just focusing in one, one place, yeah. it focuses in two separate places. And you get like a fuzziness. Yeah. So, those of you with astigmatism will, no will notice that like things just aren't quite as sharp like you can see but it's not like hd I has a little bit of like a yeah this is, this is your domain right here i mean i've got astigmatism too but like so you just can, has astigmatism yeah. so you can be short-sightedness or long-sighted with, with astigmatism, astigmatism. okay like, so that's the feature. first part of your prescription is are you short-sighted or are you long-sighted mm -hmm. the or second part yeah, yeah do is do you have astigmatism or do you not? So um, astigmatism, basically, things just are a bit blurry. I mean, I have it slightly, so without glasses. She's one of those ones that just complains and I'm like, serious, <laughs> you're absolutely fine. No, because do you know why? Well, we Before go. uni, I used to have amazing vision. I went through uni and then it started to change. I wish I brought my violin now so I could just... <laughs> <laughs> you used to test my eyes. I was your partner. And yeah, I know. I and I used to look at her like, 025. minus 025. Okay, so let and me... And I had really just, good vision. Listen, just, out, just context, yeah, so you people know, yeah. So it goes zero, which means you require nothing. No power, eyes are great, living life. And then the next step is 0 0.25. And this is where Basil was. No, yeah, this is where I was. So I I'm minus 375, vision. by the way. Just putting that out there. Excellent vision. And I was like, oh, ha, ha, ha. I'm one of those people with yes, 20, oh, I'm so 20 great, vision. Ha. And then it got through, like, uni, and then things started to get a bit worse. Welcome and to my world. <laughs> as your age, obviously. And then now, as since becoming an optometrist, 
I've developed this minus one astigmatism. Like, out are you minus one now? Yeah, you you tested my eyes. Were you minus one? No, you yes, weren't. Yes, I was with minus zero point fifty. But you were fifty. Minus zero fifty. I've got my sphere or so. Sphere. Okay, fine. And then minus one still. Oh madness! I thought you were maybe like. A but the position of the lenses, I can kind of like. Yeah, see. were you one eighty? Yeah, 180. 180. 180 is the best. It's the best axis to be. Actually, can. I think people have like minus 150 at 180, and they're just chilling. They have, they have nothing. Yeah, just and, like then six, when six I, and then when I put my glasses on, I'm like, oh yeah, it's really sharp. But um, you can cope without. Yeah, so you appreciate that like it could be better because. I know what life. Yeah, I know what life was like before the glasses. Do you know how I try and explain it to people as well? (laughs) I try and say to them like, it's like you have a normal TV in your house, right? I go to Baza's house and Baza has a HD TV, and I'm watching HD TV. I'm living that life. Life is great. And then I I go back to my house. This is about the the myth. This is kind of that myth that glasses make Make your your eyes eyes worse. Yeah, they do not. Let's just put it out there. We wouldn't give them otherwise. Going back to the obvious point. So yeah. So then. I go back to my house and I have a normal TV and my regular TV just doesn't look as great as Baz's HD TV, but I'm used to seeing Baz's HD TV. My TV did not change. My TV was exactly the same. Exactly. It's just that now I have become accustomed to a better vision, a better TV, better yeah. lifestyle, whatever. So by default, you would want that HD TV. It. And it's similar with the brain. So the brain doesn't have to work as hard, you know, do not have to focus. It accepts But also what I know, say is, it's more so for the patient's safety, especially if they're short-sighted, they can't see distance. Imagine yeah, they're out and about. Do you know what? There's some people where like, say they have time. a little bit, a small prescription, a little bit of an astigmatism. Yeah. I would say, look, wear these if you're driving at night. Wear these if you go to a football match and you want to see. Wear these if you go to a theatre, whatever, whatever, to sharpen your vision. But then there's people who have my prescription. And I'm like, listen, sis, if you want to drive, yeah, if you want to just, like, navigate life, then please wear these. You know? <laughs> like, please, please yes, do it. Yeah. Some people, someone said to me one time, oh, I just like when it's soft focus. Like, I just really like it. Yeah. I was like, look, as long as you're not hurting yourself or anybody else. I had an actress else. that was like in the theatre and she was like, oh, I don't like to put it on because I don't like to see the audience. But it's just like, mm, valid point. Yeah, I'm going to stage, where can you really go? Do yeah, you know I was mean? like, left, well, right. You still need to, yeah, you still need to <laughs> kind of see when you're not there. Yeah. But um, those, those three were, oh no, we've got another refractor. We've got right? another one, which Pesci is Ipia. a biggie for all you over 40s. Well, you over, and life begins at 40, so, you know, yeah. really happens when you're zero, you know. <laughs> press biopia. So press biopia is basically everyone in the... Everyone is born with a lens inside the eye, and the lens throughout your life well, it grows. Well, except for the apex. Yeah, <laughs> and it grows, and because it grows, it reduces the ability to focus, and it happens to absolutely everyone. Everybody. After it's about the age of, of thirty-five, actually, but yeah. it kicks in at forty. Do you feel like it's getting people are getting younger now? No, not for most. It was actually thirty-five. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, it I kicks in. Like... It start, the changes start thirty-five, but people only really start to need glasses after. I've had the odd one. Like yeah. I feel like it's starting to get yo- younger. But especially if they're long-sighted already. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like latent hyperrope. Yeah. yeah. So, um, basically, that's it starts around about the age of 40. You can't see as close for reading. You start pulling, pulling things, things further, further away, away to read. You need yeah. extra lighting. And you're in denial. You're screwing your eyes up. Yeah. <laughs> that's we're fine, though. But you're still fine. <laughs> you need reading glasses. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to happen to everyone. Yeah, and that's, that's, I think that's, that's, that's the most important thing to, to note. Like, it doesn't mean... And, you know, I actually understand, like, the psychology of it and that people feel like, oh, my gosh, I'm getting old. Like, my mum wore glasses. My dad wore yeah. glasses. Um, but it doesn't mean 
it just means you're alive and your body's doing, doing what well. it's supposed yes, to do. Exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so, so uh, and glasses won't make your eyes worse. So it's going to happen regardless if you wear glasses or if you don't. don't. Glasses, yeah. After about the age of forty, you are, will need some form. And of that, and, and no matter if you wear glasses or don't wear glasses, that change is going to continue to happen. So the power you're going to need to correct that is going to increase just because the lens is becoming less flexible and it's not able to do its job. So whether you wear glasses or don't wear the glasses, that change is still going to happen. Which leads us nicely onto the next common eye condition cataracts look how I fell you there <laughs> in sync um, so basically what a cataract is so cataracts again with the lens you know we just spoke about that, that bad boy um, so the lens can become quite cloudy or, li as or we a said, little pit so as we said because it's growing throughout the life it also starts to become a cloudy, milky colour. Yeah, it goes, yeah, like a little yellow, yellowy hue. Yellow hue. It. So it's a progressive eye condition. Mm -hmm. um, and it affects Painless. People, yeah, it affects people in different ages. Um, it can start from the 50s, 60s, 70s. Yeah, it can be linked to like use of steroids and stuff too. So. Yeah, certain or you gym lot, health yeah. problems, diabetics, um, certain medication, like you said. Yeah. Um, excessive UV exposure without UV protection. Get and we spoke out. about your sunnies. Yeah. Where them sunnies be? But yeah, so so it can affect your vision in a couple of ways. Um, it can increase glare. So where light like, kind of like, how do you explain glare? It kind of so like, like brightness from yeah. It's the like, excessive brightness from certain artificial lighting. So oh, when that's you're really well seeing, I like that. Yeah, I like <laughs> when that. you're seeing um, like car headlights and street lights and when you see, feel that they're just a bit brighter than they should be yeah or they just seem more like scattered like yeah. do you know what i mean just like out there yeah um so, also your color your perception of color can be skewed so it can just seem less contrast. vibrant yeah, yeah. Contrast, so black yeah. and white different kind of colors on each other you, you can't or they see just don't well. see yeah or like the color like it just seems like a dull view like you know when it's when it's like it's like a when you've got a netted day. curtain over a window. Yeah, it's, basically it's just like not that. sharp, it's not vibrant, colours yeah. like that. And of course your vision itself can be reduced because things are just a bit cloudy and hazy. It and causes the great. change in your prescription as well, your glasses prescription. Exactly, exactly. So the cataract, yeah, like I said, it's like a netted curtain and having a mm. normal curtain. And very common. So yeah, it's, it's going to happen to everyone, believe it or not. Yeah. But it's progressive. And the good thing... Is there's a treatment for it's it. It's so easily treated, as in I'm talking quick 20 minutes, quick things in and out, like... It won't be a twenty minutes. It's more like three hours, four hours, because they just yeah they have to sedate. No, you. But, I mean, but, then, but I mean the actual, the actual surgery, procedure. The actual is procedure like, twenty minutes. Yeah. But because of the aging population, the surgeons have it's because it's become so common. The surgeons are really good at it. Obviously, there are risks involved, like with anything As you any do. Surgery, it's not one hundred percent safe. Let's just clarify that. But it does have a good success rate. And, and then, also, you're kind of better off after. I always say cataracts are almost a blessing in disguise because what they will do is they'll take out the cataract, which is like the lens now, remove that, and they'll put in a brand new lens, which is great, depending on where you go, what you have access to. That lens will either make it so that you don't need glasses at all yeah. or that you Just only need glasses, glasses. For, Yeah, you only yeah. need reading glasses. Yeah, no, because they've got the multifocal ones. Yeah, they have. So yeah. They don't even and the, blend, the blended one. Yeah, so, so I mean, I kind of see cataracts as like a blessing in disguise because yeah, so some like, people do that surgery regardless of having a cataract. They just get their normal lens taken out and put a new one in so they don't need glasses but yeah exactly yeah but bear in mind if the, the operation can go wrong and it has happened a few times where it, things like retinal detachment can happen where the the eye the the how do i explain it look the layer at the back of the eye that's responsible for processing it can come away during the surgery etc there are some complications look, just there, there, there are always risks with everything but it's very very unlikely and just for the purposes of, of this thing like that's that's how they would that's how they would treat it and yeah they're, they're really good at it man they're, they're so confident doing it because they do it all the so, time yeah um the next one is oh can you read my mind oh, i don't know macular degeneration no 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 oh what are you gonna say 
The big juicy one. Glaucoma. Oh, glaucoma's not juicy, man. Glaucoma's so it big. is. There's so many different types of glaucoma. Oh, yeah, there is true. Yeah, there it's is. like, it just covers like a wide spectrum. But it's just such a slow acting... So basically, glaucoma is the degeneration of the optic nerve. Yeah, so you've got which... a bit in the back of the eye. It's a tube, right? I think of it like this. I think of it like a tube that leads from the back of your eye, so the retina that Basil yeah, just talked tube. about. <laughs> yeah, like a tube. It is a tube. From the back of your eye all the way back to your brain. And that's how all the information kind of gets to your brain. Which is known as the optic nerve. Exactly. So The disc is like the beginning of that tube. Yeah. There's different types of glaucoma. There's glaucoma that is linked to high pressure inside the eye. So as you have... Some people have high blood pressure inside the body. You can also have high blood pressure inside the eye. It's a different type of mechanism, okay? And if you imagine it almost like a like a balloon with like bare water in it, it's going to cause pressure on the balloon. The edges. You can't really see the actions I'm doing right now. But that's, <laughs> that's what it is. So basically, high pressure in the eye is going to cause damage to the optic disc, which is at the back of the eye, because the pressure that's is affecting... That's mechanical force. Yeah, yeah mechanical yeah, exactly. force of pressure. The second type is um, you can still get glaucoma, but you've got something called normal tension glaucoma. So the pressure is normal. It's fine, fine, but you've still got glaucoma. But you've still got glaucoma, sometimes due to um, lack of perfusion, so lack of blood flow to the optic nerve, which can cause damage. Because if, so if you've not got an adequate blood supply to the nerve, then it will it's get damaged. It's going to die. Lack of any tissue in your body. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So that's basically the basics of it. There's different types of treatment. Um, there is... Usually drops. Drops. Yeah. There is surgery. There's surgery too. There is um, sometimes a laser. So they make like the coloured part of your eye called the iris. They make like a little um, hole through the laser. With the laser. And that causes all the pressure to kind of flow through and reduces the pressure. Um, but again, this is another condition that is treatable. And the reason why I feel like it's so important to discuss this is that most problems with your eyes can be treated, right? With glaucoma, they call it the thief of sight because, like, you won't notice anything is wrong until it's too late. So should you have an eye test and, like, should your optometrist notice something is a bit dodgy and you get that checked, then you could, you could be given the drops, you exactly. could have laser treatment and all is well. Like, you don't have to lose any more vision than you've already and lost. And glaucoma affects your peripheral any. vision, so how far right you see. So not your central looking straight ahead, but it causes how far right you see and then yeah, it gradually like tunnel gets vision. worse. Yeah. And it leads to tunnel vision. But it doesn't have to it doesn't have to get there, which exactly. is what's so frustrating. The good like, thing is if it's caught early, like BD was saying, then it's treatable and it stops the progression of it getting worse. Exactly. It all depends live on life compliant, like, you, you know, you'd be cool. Well. Exactly. Yeah, of course yeah. compliance is a we need a whole episode on compliance. The next one is to our good friend macular degeneration. Oh Mackie. So basically macular degeneration is the degeneration of the sens most yeah. sensitive part of your vision. Do you remember we spoke about the center the center the center vision? Was it this part. one? There was the last it was the last part one, wasn't it? We spoke yeah. about the yeah, the central vision, yeah. Central vision. So this is happens a bit more later on in life, I'd say around about the ages of fifty to sixty, where there are um, changes to the macula. Um, which are which is responsible for your central, central vision, vision which vision. is due to a number of factors. Mm -hmm. So first of all, um, your ethnicity. So certain ethnicities, Caucasians. Oh, that's the same with glaucoma. Actually, yeah. there's certain ethnicities that are, you're more likely to, to develop. Yeah, we'll it. come back to that one. Um, you don't have to. On <laughs> <laughs> no, we will. People will know. So uh, on the macular degeneration, um, there's a certain ethnicities that are more prone to kind of getting this um, eye condition. So if you're Caucasian, you've got blue eyes, um, you don't have as much pigment to absorb UV, so UV is just hitting the back of the eye and it's causing the damages. Second of all, if you're a heavy smoker. Um, third of all, if you don't wear adequate UV protection. Guys, UV keeps popping up, like, it just is. gets so sunglasses. When we said that UV protection wasn't for nothing. Wasn't a joke. And um, 
having like a um a great diet yeah having a, a poor diet's not gonna help so make sure you eat those green, leafy green vegetables green leafy veg love a bit of spinach love a bit of kale so macular generation there's two types do you want to do the honors there's a dry type and there's the wet type <laughs> you seem very enthusiastic about no I just, it. it's just a really sad condition it is, it is um but yeah i mean there are changes that are going to happen to your eyes, to the macula, just as you age. It doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, you're going to get macular degeneration. Yeah. Um, but the wet type just implies there's blood, there's bleeding, um, which is never really good. We want blood to stay in blood vessels, ideally. You so know. dry type's the less That's the less severe, severe one, yeah. And there is also a genetic link to oh, yes. macular yeah, degeneration as well. Yeah. So this is why it's important. I mean, I'm not saying, like, you know, at the Christmas dinner, I'll be like, hey, guys, has anyone got macular degeneration? But Although you can do it. I mean, you can do it at a small town park. Yeah, send your mum a text. Hey, baby. Oh, like, you look great. Yeah. <laughs> can you see me? <laughs> do I look great? That's my macular working. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's what like, I feel like. These, you have. Oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like these... Um, I feel like these conversations are important to have because, um, okay, like with glaucoma, you're more likely to develop open angle glaucoma, which is what we described earlier. Um, if you have Africa being descent, so for example, my auntie has glaucoma, mum's sister, uh, my mum's mum also had glaucoma. So I'm always like to my mum, listen, sis, you need to. Yeah, my go. dad had glaucoma as well. Your dad has glaucoma? Um, he had acute closure. Oh, did he? Yeah. Really? Yeah, did he have like, all the symptoms? Was it like textbook? Yeah, he did. It was like painful red. This was a few years ago when I was at uni. Yeah. And he was like, I've got painful red eye. And he wrote it's an uni. So he went, That's oh. crazy. And then um, the called Why? the what ophthalmologist. Huh? Why? What triggered that? Is he high rope? He's a diabetic. He's yeah, he's over. a bit high rope. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he went and was like, yeah, I've had acute... He came home and was like, do you know what? I today. It was still a bit red. I was like, are you all right, Dad? He's like, just dropped yeah, it in cash. Yeah, you just, yeah. you know, gave me this, that. And I was like, oh. Yeah, so if you, if anyone mentions it, if you have the disease and you have brothers or children or parents, do mention them it to know. them and yeah. tell them to go and get that. Especially with glaucoma, because if you've got glaucoma, if you've got glaucoma or your sibling or your parent or your kid... Yep. wants to have an eye test and they're over 40 the nhs will cover it um, exactly. and they should be seen every year exactly so yeah what other conditions we have was that everything just going back to the macular degeneration oh yeah, one, yeah yeah there is a really important point to consider um i think it's not just with macular degeneration actually it's with people who have kind of lost their sight or have become sight impaired or severely mm -hmm. sight impaired there is a condition called Charles Bonnet syndrome. Now, what this is is um, you love a Charles Bonnet, isn't it? yeah, because it's so sad. Because yeah, people and come no one in, understands it. People come in and they're like, they think they're losing their mind because mm. they're starting to see kind of imagine certain objects or like cats or animals. I've had this a few and patients. faces. Some people yeah. get faces as well, don't yeah, they? Yeah, exactly. So people that come must be in, terrifying. Um, so people come in and they're like, oh, tell her mom, tell her what you're seeing. So they're like, oh, she's seeing a cat, and they think they're losing their their mind or they've got like a psychosis and it's not it's because it's linked to sight loss so the optic nerve's not getting the blood supply from the brain's not supplying the um, optic nerve anymore so it's supplying other areas of the brain which can enhance their imagination basically that's in essence what it is so just if anyone who does have a sight um, impairment and have started to say things like this just get get them seen for another eye test as well um, the likelihood is they probably don't have a psychosis it's probably linked to their um their visual impairment the things with macular degeneration the signs and symptoms are central vision so if you've got distortion or wavy lines blurred edges not being able to recognize people's faces as well as you used to door edges looking wavy 
these are all signs to kind of, oh, for anyone, if your parents, if your parents mention any of these signs, definitely get them, get them checked. But then there again, is, get them checked anyway. Yeah, like, there is have a treatment regular for checks. it. So the treatment is uh, an injection called anti-VEGF. And well, this is for wet though, no? Yeah, yeah. so it's for wet. Oh, well, on wet, okay, yeah. yeah. So um, that will just help to kind of stop it getting worse. Sometimes it can improve it, so yeah. Um, the, the point of all of this is literally like with timely treatment, your vision doesn't have to be lost. And so if you are being seen, if you have your regular checks, if anything is different, like I always say to my patients that like, okay, even if I say to you, um, right, cool, great eye test, babes, let's see you again in two years. I always say, even if, I don't care if you wake up tomorrow and something feels a bit dodgy, then just come back in. Like, I'd rather you come in, yeah, exactly. we eliminate whatever it is, even if it's nothing, than you, like, kind of stay with, oh, it's probably nothing. Yeah. And then, you know, something That's happens it. that could have been avoided. So, exactly. bottom line is just have regular eye tests. Like, it's not something scary. And some opticians now have also got, like, a, a machine called an OCT, which is a scanner of the back of the eye, so they can see the different layers. And it's literally like an x-ray of the back of the eye, which is amazing. So, if they've got that type of equipment, you, you really make you of it just the last thing that we want to touch upon is systemic diseases and the effect it has in the eye so, so the systemic diseases are diseases that affects like the whole body. body so like diabetes exactly and kind of so diabetes high blood pressure autoimmune conditions so rheumatoid arthritis um if you have any of these conditions they can affect your vision and also it may be a case where you don't really know you have one of these conditions and your vision is affected and then it leads to finding out you have one of these conditions exactly which happens quite often so um, yeah, it's just important to, I mean, I don't know how many times I've said it in the podcast, you know, take, a, <laughs> take a shot every time I say have an eye test, <laughs> but um, yeah, have regular, have regular checks. Um, and National Eye Health Week is amazing in that it really, really puts the focus on that for that yeah, week in the exactly. year, but you still need to understand that like, even after that week is long, long gone, like, you know. So go, take your that. friend, take your mum, take your yeah, take your dog, take anyone take with your you dog. to the eye test or opticians and get it checked. And well, I think it is. I hope you've enjoyed your week. I really hope you've enjoyed the podcast, guys. We are planning to do a Q&A one where you can just ask us anything, really, like about our experiences, any questions about eyes, about us, about life. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, um, we'll, and then we're going to film a Q&A episode pretty soon. So feel soon. free to drop us a DM, a DM or on swim.podcast on Instagram. Um, yeah, I guys. hope you enjoyed National Eye Health Week. Woo! Tell a friend to tell a friend. <laughs> okay. <laughs>